Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? It is Friday again, and we are here on the I'm Not Fine Show. I am your host, Lizzie Enns, and today we are going to have an amazing episode with my friend and guest, Lauren Rose, who I met only last month, and we've been doing a lot of amazing things together. But I want to introduce you to Lauren and share a little bit about her before we go into this episode, because this is a very, very special episode. It's very near and dear to my heart. I know it's very dear to her heart. And I want you guys to get to know who Lauren is, where she's from, why she's doing what she's doing now. And at the end of this show, we want to share some tools and things that you guys can Uh, apply or reach out to if this is something that you guys are needing because we're going to be talking about domestic abuse and the healing of that. When we go through domestic abuse, Lauren and I are both very familiar with this. Um, It really affects our health. And the reason I wanted to have Lauren on this show is because what that does to our health is so much more intricate and in-depth than most people realize. So there's one thing to be emotionally in that and heal emotionally. And, you know, we go to therapy and get counseling and all that. And that's great. We need that in order to help us there. But the effects that this has on our physical body is immense as well. And so I wanted to have Lauren on to here on here because she's a health advocate as well and really understands like how to take care of your health and why that's so, so important. And um, that's why I wanted to have her on here, because we want to talk about that. And that's something that I see a lot in my clients. I get a lot of clients that I work with. And and when I work with people, we don't just focus on what we're putting into our body and how we're moving our body. We focus on healing from the inside out and the body as a whole, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and then physically as well. So Lauren... A little bit about Lauren. Um, Lauren serves as a full time as an advocate for women who are victims of coerced, controlled domestic abuse and sexual abuse through providing education, support and resources at Call to Peace Ministry. So that's where she's at. And she believes that women as women, we are called to be warriors. I believe that, too. And to use our passions and voices to advocate for the needs we see, which we often see and feel compassion for because of the difficulties that we've walked through. And so this is just part of like what Lauren does. But I'm going to introduce Lauren into here and let her kind of take the wheel from here. So, Lauren, thank you for being here. I'm so excited for you to be here and just share your journey. Like, I really want to get to know and want you to share with our viewers and listeners here where are you from and why are you doing what you're doing now? So start us from the beginning. Welcome. You take the wheel here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. I have loved getting to know you and hearing your heart um, for health and wellness and for women. And I just want to say domestic abuse is physical abuse. It doesn't have to be physical abuse and that it leaves bruises on your body or even ever touches your body. But the impacts of it are so severe that it almost always 
impacts your physical being. It physically abuses your being by impacting your health and your mental health that includes and your spiritual health and your physical health. Most people that go through domestic abuse end up with autoimmune disorders, anxiety, and all other types of things that they sometimes often have to medicate themselves for because of the stress and the trauma of having lived through domestic abuse, although a hand was never laid on them. So I am excited because Domestic Violence Awareness Month starts October 1st, which is Sunday. And it is our month to collectively shine a light on domestic abuse and raise awareness and support. One in three women are impacted by domestic abuse. This includes women in the church. This includes women that are not in the church. It is a worldwide epidemic and it's silent, it's insidious, and it's hard and often you don't see it and don't realize the effects of it until it's too late or either your body is screaming out for what you silently inside are enduring. And so I'm excited to talk about that and, and share a little bit you said of my journey as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I want you to kind of share with us, like, where did this, where did your journey in this begin? Where are you from and what, what sort of like happened and how did that take you to where you are now fighting for the women that are going through things like that? Yeah. So um, I'm guessing if any of your leader <laughs> listeners are, have watched a lot of the Amazon documentary, Shiny Happy People, um, I was in the lawsuit against Bill Gother, the cult leader. So my journey of this began probably in my late teens when I entered into a religious cult of the Duggar family, which is high control um, situation and began to be indoctrinated with teachings from the Bible that taught me that my purpose as a woman was only to be a wife and mother. It stripped me of my voice. It stripped me of my autonomy and it stripped me of even my own very rights as we taught that as Christians, we don't have rights. So therefore, I don't have the right to speak out to being abused even. Um, and so this man through these teachings took advantage of me multiple times through sexually harassing me, um, making me work for free through starvation, um, through physical and mental, verbal and spiritual abuse continuously for three years. And um, it landed me also in a domestically abusive marriage. I married into uh, somebody else raised in the cult and um, had no words to describe what had happened to me. Um, and what was happening to me. Um, the abuse was pretty severe. Um, there wasn't, well, the end there was a bruise, but it wasn't wasn't physical abuse per se. It was a lot of spiritual, verbal, and emotional mm-hmm. abuse. And it was literally destroying me from the inside to the point I just didn't even want to live anymore. I felt like dying and I felt like it was my fault because the teachings had groomed me that it was always my fault and to look within myself. And so I um, would look up domestic violence or emotional abuse on a Google search and I come across something which I'll talk about later called the power and control will that shows what domestic abuse is. But I would read it and I'd be like, well, all these things are in my marriage, but I'm taught that authority is supposed to control all these things in my marriage. So I, I don't understand how this is too worldly. It conflicts with my religious beliefs. So fast forward, I um, began searching out the truth, connected with others and realized that I was put into a cult um, and put into a situation that really damaged me. So I began seeking professional help and began processing through um, the teachings. And that was when after several hours and months of doing this, I finally had words. I was in an abusive marriage. I finally did your um, did did your you were in a teenager when you entered into this. Yes, I was a teenager. Was this um were your parents going in with you with this or was this kind of like your own thing? Oh no, this was I had to do this. <laughs> you had to do it because um, it was, your parents yeah, it was my homeschool curriculum. There was no choice. Uh so yes, I was 
kind of forced into it. Um, so there really wasn't an option outside of that. Um, but yes, I finally had words. And when I had words, I joined the lawsuit and decided that justice needed to be done. And part of the lawsuit, my allegations were, I wanted um, um, restitution for the physical damage done to me because of the abuse I went through. And I had been through multiple doctors as well and had a doctor's letter stating that the verbal, spiritual, and emotional abuse he put me through caused severe damage on my health. Um, ultimately, the lawsuit was dropped due to um, difficulties and um, we had sanctions put on us. A $220,000 sanction was put on me and six others demanding a recant. And I was like, go to hell. I'm not recanting. I will die in my integrity. So I stood against him in court and fought him again for another two years in a legal battle until eventually he backed away. Um, and in that time, I also left my abusive marriage and um, got out and started over, um, literally with no education, formal education. I have a Bible college degree and that was six years ago. So I now work full time um, also for Call to Peace. Mostly I'm marketing and communications, but I function as an advocate in education because I'm passionate. Um, to help women where I once was to know the truth about domestic abuse and that no matter where you are in life, you can start over. You can. If you were strong enough to survive this, you're strong enough to survive without it. And um, you just got to take that strong will and, and put it towards overcoming and you can. Um, so. yeah. Can you share with us a little bit about some of the physical illnesses that started to show up for you after a while? Yes. So I had severe adrenal fatigue. Um, I've done extensive blood work and all types of tests on this. And so because when you have adrenal fatigue, I have um, was struggling with PTS. So when you have adrenal fatigue, it reduced, puts a lot of cortisol in your body and in your blood. Well, this in turn knocked off my thyroid. So when my thyroid went dysfunctional, this in turn knocked off my mental health, which further damaged my system. And so I'm gaining weight, I'm very tired, having a hard time managing moods. Um, see, I had um, some other problems like eczema, just um, feeling exhausted, uncomfortable, that type of thing. So it wasn't like an autoimmune disease type thing, but it was the adrenal fatigue that was the biggest issue. And that took me quite a few years to be able to recover from. Yeah, I want to touch on that just a little bit because that is a, that is incredibly common. And the reason that this happens is because you were in a constant fight or flight. Yes. You were in a constant situation of like having to protect yourself and being hyper aware of your situations. And what that does is it puts you in that fight or flight. Well, that raises your cortisol. So some people get this confused. They think like, oh, if I'm in constant fight or flight, my cortisol should be high. The reality is, is you only have so much. And eventually you're going to deplete the majority of the cortisol that you have. And now when you check your, your labs to see like where your cortisol is at, that's when you'll see the low end. Sometimes people have nearly none, depending on what situation that they were in, or they're just really, really low. And then they'll have all of these symptoms that generate over into adrenal fatigue. And so that is a huge, huge piece of it. But you pointed out something really, really important. There's always a downstream effect. There's never just one thing. Because your cortisol got depleted, you went into adrenal fatigue. Now, all of a sudden, you start having thyroid issues. And so this is something that 
a lot of people need to understand and remember is when it comes to, I, I talk about this all the time, but I'm going to like keep drilling it into your head to remember this. If you are someone that struggles with hypothyroidism, you need to remember that there's always other factors to it. So if you're going into hypothyroidism and the doctor's like, you have hypothyroidism, you're only, you know, they just give you medication for it and nothing else it's not going to fix the problem. Now, it can help regulate your levels because when I got high, when I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism, I was subclinical. I was really, really high with my numbers. I had to bring them down very, very quickly. And I did. But it wasn't until I looked at all the other things that were going on, adrenals, other hormones, candida, my gut health, all of those things, it wasn't until I dove into those things that I was then able to heal my thyroid, get off of thyroid medication and not rely on that anymore. And this is why so many people are like, well, I'm on thyroid medication, but I don't feel well. It's because there's a ripple effect of other things going on that you have to address in order for you to actually feel better. So I want you guys to remember that I, I, I'm going to keep sharing that and saying that over and over and over, because this is something that so many people struggle with. And so we're about to go to our first break here, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to continue talking about this. And I want Lauren to share a little bit more about what did you do when you were in that situation, what was like the most pivotal moment for you that helped you get yourself out of that situation? And then what was that journey like for you going into that healing phase? You just said it took you two to three years to heal from that, like the adrenal fatigue and get your body to actually like feel good again. And that is a very, very important thing to remember you guys, because it's not a quick fix. It is never a quick fix. And one of the things that I always tell people is you can't force and you can't rush your body into healing. You have to have patience and you have to have grace and you have to have love with that healing process. And remember, she had been in that situation for years. It's not going to go away in a few weeks or a few months. She was in there for years and it's gonna take her a few years for her body to finally like feel safe again because there's some one thing about the body, it keeps score and yes. it remembers. And so just keep that in mind. Okay, we're gonna go to our, our first break here, but when we come back, we're gonna continue to dive into this subject. I'm with Zianz, your host on the I'm Not Fine show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. All right, all right, all right, you guys, we are back and we're going to continue to talk about this journey with Lauren and domestic abuse. And what I really want you guys to tune in on is when we're talking about what the effects are on your health physically, just as much as emotionally. So I want you guys to stay keyed in on that. And Lauren, I want you to tell us at what point, what was the most pivotal, pivotal moment in your life in this journey? Like what took you to go, okay, I need to make change and this is what it's going to take. And then what was that step-by-step process like for you to allow your body to heal? So share, uh, share with us that part of your journey here. The most pivotal part of my journey was when I decided to look for the truth. And I decided to go find the truth. And I connected with somebody else that knew, name is actually Rachel Lees, you can look her up, um, and connect with her to find out her story um, with Bill Gothard. And then it was there that I realized that what had happened to me was real. And I had a choice to make. Was I going to pursue healing and pursue more truth? Or was I going to straighten back into dissociation? Because at the time, the truth is really, really painful. The dissociation is feels better than the truth because in dissociation, you don't have to feel anything, but underneath you're going to slowly die. You're going to ruin your health. You're going to die spiritually, emotionally, mentally, all of it. And so you've got to walk into what feels really uncomfortable and break the dissociation and say, I want truth. I want to know what is right. And I want to pursue my healing, even though that's going to be contrary to the association, it's going to be really painful and it's going to be hard, long and messy. It's not easy and it's not a fun journey to walk into and to look at what really happened, what's really going on. And um, I, I, I love Dan Allender. I'm a huge fan of him. And something he says, it's um, our body knows the truth. I love the body keeps the scorebook, by the way. And it's being willing to connect with our bodies too, as well, and saying, what does my body say about this experience? What is my body perceiving here? What what do I feel? What's going on deep inside? And those things are very scary. But when, as we connect with our bodies that hold the truth, that hold the memory, that's where we find healing. So I think for me, it was just that moment of, I'm no longer gonna live in a lie. I'm gonna live for truth. And even if it's gonna be extremely painful, I'd rather have the truth and die for the truth than to live for a lie. Um, That was the moment. That's so, so powerful. I recently, um, I have a mentor that I work with and um, I think most people need coaches and mentors in their life. Um, uh, (laughs) I, I have had one, you know, different ones over the years, but 
the one that I'm with right now, I'm like, you're not going anywhere. Like the, this is, I'm here to stay for a while until, you know, I feel like I don't need you anymore, but we're not there yet. But recently we were having a conversation about, I, something happened in my life where, um, I had not listened to what my gut and my intuition was telling me. And, um, I was like, and, and then it ended up being, being this kind of like, catastrophic event that happened where I had to figure out well, why did this happen in the first place and he really helped me uh go back and he goes with this very specific situation at what point did you not listen to what your intuition was telling you what you intrinsically knew that you probably should do but you avoided it and I was like oh I know when that was and he's like okay so you go back to that very specific moment and you go, why didn't I, why didn't I listen to my intuition? Why didn't I listen to my gut to, because think about it this way. I figured this out since then. Your gut is your intuition. Your intuition, if you believe in God, your intuition is the spirit. Spirit comes from God. So if you're not listening to, and, and that's your body speaking to you, your, our body speaks to us all the time. And so when we're listening, like in this moment of me going through all of that, everything felt wrong physically, but I was convincing myself mentally that it was right for other reasons. Yes. And I was like, and when he showed that to me and he shared that with me, I was like, oh my gosh. So here's how I put the pieces together. Your gut is your intuition, intuition, spirit, spirit, God. So when we're not listening to our gut and our intuition, we're actually not listening to what God's telling us. Yes. And, and it's really yeah. And on top of that, he, he shared with me that whenever we don't listen to our intuition everything that happens after that it's our job to figure out why we didn't listen to it in the first place yes and I was like mind blown so now whenever I feel certain things that my body is telling me because I'll be completely transparent and honest I've been a people pleaser whether it felt right for me or not, but I didn't, you know, I, you know, people pleasers were like, well, we don't want it. We feel like we need to take care of everybody else and we don't want it to look bad on us. And so what we do is we compromise our beliefs. We compromise what it feels right for us. We compromise what is actually right for us. What that actually does is make us look weak because we're not standing up for ourselves. What I've learned, the most important thing now since learning all of those things, whenever I speak up and I, I request and require the things that are actually needed for me and what is right, I actually get more respect. Yes. So anyway. I just felt like I needed to share about that. So <laughs> I oh. want you to what it's really, really powerful. And it's one of the, it's it's a very, very important lesson that that more people need to understand and know is like your gut feeling and your intuition, they don't mean nothing. That there that's something that you need to listen to. So for you, Lauren, what was that journey like for you to like help your body start healing again? 
Yes, so I, I wanna add to that, I think it's really important understanding trauma too as well, is part of being able to stay in a religious cult or things like that or growing up in that, your body, my body as a teenager knew this was wrong. My body reacted it through normal teenage tantrums. I called it a cult, reacted against it. And when I did, I was punished or mm -hmm. I was humiliated. So I, and also Bill Gothard knew that I saw through him. I saw who he was. I tried to tell other people about things that I was sensing and experiencing in my body, but he would grab my hands whenever he could sense I was scared and would say, you're a young girl laden with fears. Because he's a powerful man, that made me think all my intuition was a fear-based response. So predators know this and they want to teach you not to listen to your body. Part of healing from trauma is learning to listen to your gut. And it's really hard when you grow up in an environment where your gut is denied and you're taught to suppress it. And you begin to associate at first when your gut speaks that this is your anxiety, that this is wrong, something's wrong with you because you don't have the confidence to trust yourself. And that is the impacts of trauma, and especially domestic abuse or any type of abuse. But for me, my faith is important to me. And I know I'm made in the image of God. My body's made in the image of God. So therefore that means my body is good. And when my body says something is bad, it is bad. When my body feels somebody is off and something I shouldn't be around this person, I need to listen and I need to trust that and not take these principles that I was taught of deny my react deny my rights yield everything to my authorities my parents or whoever's in charge and don't listen to anything else because we're taught to give up everything basically to obey those above us it's the umbrella system that's what i was raised in so i have had to learn to walk in confidence and trusting my gut for the first time and that is really scary and very hard and takes a long process and requires therapy of somebody coming alongside you saying hey you need to listen to your your intuition what is your body saying here and you it's a i still fail and i'm still working at that and I've been working at that actually 11 years now um of processing and healing and the journey's been long it's not an easy recovery to recover from both religious abuse and domestic abuse and the other things and those type of teachings but it it does happen and you do move forward and health is a huge part of that um finding a holistic person to help you because when your body is in such a state of fleet or flight and you can't manage your moods that are going on in your mind it's going to be really hard to heal and it's going to be really hard to face the things when you're feeling extreme depression and your anxiety because your body can't calm down or regulate so you begin to heal when your body begins to feel safe so when your body feels that i'm now safe you can begin to process and let the things out that are deep inside and so healing your health is a huge part of that um, and so i had a holistic doctor several of them that walked alongside me and i actually am on i began using bovine thyroid medicine that was monitored with blood my blood analysis and all that type stuff um, and I've reduced it to the lowest amount because my when you do that your thyroid begins to heal naturally I've been at this for seven years so I started at a really high amount and now I'm gradually getting off of it because my body my thyroid is healing so it is a very very long process and also um, trauma when we've been through that you don't really it, it tends to we tend to struggle with our health more so I really have to take that very seriously because I tend to um, struggle a lot more with triggers 
with flashbacks and um, putting myself back in situations I shouldn't be in or um, finding I'm having to be a full-time single mom, full-time working at the same time. There's so much more stressors on me compared to somebody else that doesn't have this background. So I have to really invest and care my, for my body because my body has been through a lot and continuously goes through a lot. You have to put it at a high priority and your health needs to be one of the number one things that you invest in and take care of in order to be able to function and be mentally healthy. So you don't get overwhelmed by triggers and traumas, uh, triggers that are coming back from the trauma. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's so, so key. And one of the things that I actually had a conversation with a, with a, one of my friends yesterday and she's been through a lot in her life and she's currently going through another massive shift in her life. And we were on the phone talking yesterday and she's like, you know, I thought I was good. I thought I, there wasn't going to be any, you know, crazy new things. And I thought I, I learned what I needed to learn. She's in her twenties. I learned what I needed to learn. And she's super focused on her relationship with God. And she's very confident in very, very many places. And I said, girlfriend, you're never stopping learning. There's always going to be new things that you're learning about yourself, about the people around you, about the world, about God. If you stop learning, you're not growing. And so when you're not in that learning, my mentors taught me this. And sometimes I'm annoyed. I'm like, you don't need to make every single thing in my life a teachable moment. And he's like, everything is a teachable moment. I'm like, can I just like sit back sometimes? He's like, nope, not if you want to go where you want to go. I'm like, okay, fine. So, so it's coming to that place where you go, okay, you don't have to be like hyper alert, like, I have to make everything difficult or question everything or anything like that. But one of the things that I always tell people is with every single thing that you go through difficult times, the question you always have to ask is what is the lesson in this? If you're not asking what the lesson is in this, then you're not learning from it. And that whatever that lesson is that you're supposed to grab, sometimes you get it and sometimes we don't. But whatever the lesson is that you're supposed to grab is what's going to excel you to the next phase and step that you're supposed to go into in order to grow and do what God really wants you to do and be who he wants you to be and help the people that you want to help. Because at the end of the day, it's about giving hope to other people. Yes. Come from a situation like that or literally anything. It could be someone that isn't in a call but they're in an abusive marriage. Um, and that is really, really important to know as well is if you are in unhealthy relationships, that will make a massive impact on your health as well. So we're going to go to our next break here. But when we come back, we're going to dive into some more about the health part of things. When If you are in different scenarios and situations, what you can do about that. Um, because at the end of this, I want you guys to know that there's hope and there are things like you don't have to stay where you're at, but that looks different for each individual. So one of the things I want to be very clear here is although Lauren was in an abusive marriage and she said, I can't be here anymore and I had to leave. One of the things that we're not going to do here is say, just because your marriage is at a certain place that you have to up and leave. Sometimes 
there are things that you can do that you can both come together and resolve it. And so I just want to make sure that that's clear. But at the end of this, Laura and I are going to share some really, really exciting news about something that we're working together as well. That's going to be really powerful for a lot of women. All right, we're going to go to our next break. I'm Lizzie Enns on the I'm Not Fine show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are having an amazing show here with my guest and friend, Lauren Rose. And we are talking about a very, very, very important subject here, domestic abuse. And if you guys don't know this, October is a domestic abuse awareness month, which is why I wanted to have her on to then lead into October. Because can you guys believe it? We're like almost in October. Here's the thing, though, where Lauren is and where a lot of my other friends are right now, it's fall and they're wearing their cozy sweaters and having suits and all these. And I'm like, we're just getting into the 60s at nighttime. I'm just now getting to like, hey, I can actually walk out onto my patio in the morning and it's cool. <laughs> I'm in North Carolina. It's pretty hot here. But it's, it's pretty hot there too. Um, now it's cooling down. Like, yeah, I wore a sweatshirt once this week. I was a little hot in it, but I did wear a sweatshirt. So you're still a little cooler there than where I'm at. Yeah, I am a little bit cooler. I mean, yeah. my place is a little bit cooler, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about what it looked like health-wise what are some some key things that practices that you put in place in your healing journey in those you know two to three years that you felt like it took you to get your body to like actually like feel good again yes um as far as like well i began seeing as i mentioned a holistic doctor and so i began working on that as well as a holistic chiropractor a, a bunch mm -hmm. of other things too mm -hmm. Uh, so I began doing that and a lot of that is taking care of your mental health as well, because your mental health directly impacts your physical health. Yep. So once I think for me, my health really started healing. Once I got out of my marriage, 
um, and began to, uh, that was when I was able to really get to a place of safety and began to grieve my losses and began to let out what was stored within. Because see, grief is, and sorrow, whenever we go through hard things, it's stored within our body. We can't walk through it without. And some people like think they're very strong, and I, I've been there because I don't cry about it. I, it doesn't affect me, but really what's happened is your body is dissociated from it and you don't feel safe to let it out. And so, but those continual memories that aren't processed, that aren't brought to the service continue to impact your health. So for me, getting to a place of safety and finally being able to release those things was hugely healing for me. Um, also education and being able to understand what domestic abuse is and being able to understand my value and my worth was huge because if you see yourself as worthy of being abused or being um, hurt, you wouldn't say it in those exact terms that I'm worthy of being abused. But if you believe you deserve how this person's treating you, the way you view yourself is going to also directly impact your health. Because if you are thinking negative thoughts about yourself continuously and about, um, you know, spiritually about God or about other people, that's also causing the cortisol to run rampant in your body it's also affecting how your body is going to respond to that it's it's not going to be healthy so a lot of it is processing education um, and surrounding yourself with people that love you and it's so amazing what that does when i'm with somebody and i'm telling my story because i love brain health and i love um, brain science and how it all fits together is when i tell my story to somebody that's safe and they hold space for me and that they believe me and I feel their empathy and compassion and I'll, not a lack of judgment. It rewires the neurological pathways in my brain. It literally heals my brain. So as I begin to heal, as I surround myself with people that love me and speak life and truth into me, my body also heals because we can't have healing without healing both body, soul, and spirit. They're all three are interconnected. So that's just part of the process. And um, I just want to say something about domestic abuse is that it's really hard. It's very insidious and it's very complex. And a lot of women feel very stuck into it. It's very challenging to navigate getting out. Um, so that's why at Cult of Peace Ministries, where I work full time, we offer free advocates. Um, it's a nonprofit. So we walk with women through the trenches of overcoming this and how to safety plan, how to decide if this is the best choice for you, because we want to empower you with everything knowledge possible to be able to make the right choice that's best for you and your children and then also support groups of being able to get into a safe community to find healing um, and help so that the ministry in and of itself it was a baby at the time just started by the founder was a huge part of my healing and it was amazing because when i took care of my physical my mental health and and focused on healing my body healed that's how it really escalated its healing process because it's not going to heal in an unsafe environment it's just it's just not and you have to get to safety to to find healing or either get to a place where you really know how to put up very good boundaries um, and that you would need somebody else to walk with you through that to decide if you're able to do that in the environment that you're in and be able to detach and be safe and be able to let your body heal. Yeah, there's a couple of things that come to mind as you're sharing that. I actually had a conversation with a girl last week that came to me. And she has very specific things going on with her health. And she was very transparent and open with me because she's heard me talk about uh, relationships and, um, you know, just not toxic relationships, all of those things. And she was like, Lizzie, let's just be honest. My relationship in my marriage is what's causing my health issues. 
And so I was like, whoa, okay. Um, thank you for sharing that. What can you do about it? And so this is what I told her. I said, listen, everybody, everybody's journey is different in this, but at the end of the day, you get to choose, like, it's your decision, what this is going to look like and, and what that needs to look like for you in order for your health and your body to heal. But one of the most powerful things that my mentor like shared with me, nobody had ever, I was married for 10 years, recently divorced. And in any relationship I've ever been in growing up ever, had anybody ever said these words to me, what he did. And he said it over and over and over. And he said, you matter. And that did something to me. And I got chills just now thinking about it. And I get very emotional when I think about that because he, he was like, you don't think that you matter. And I think that I matter, but not in the way that he thinks that he's telling me that I matter. And part of that is because of growing up and being told the things that I was told, being sexually abused and all and and domestically too, like all of these things and getting to the point where it's like, you feel like it's your fault. Yes, you do. And so I realized that that was a chain event of like effect on my mental health of like how I thought about myself. So the things that happened uh, in my life was always like, well, you know, I made a stupid decision or it was my fault or whatever the case that may be. But him drilling that in my head and just saying, you matter, changed something neurologically for me. Wow. Because I, I had to go back and tell him, like, listen, nobody's ever told me that before. Nobody's ever said, even in my 10 years of my marriage. I I never was told you matter. And so to me, that was a very, very like pivotal moment for me because I I'm a I think one of the things that you you could agree with, like when you go through the those types of things, you have no choice but to be strong if you want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. But that strength can become a shell of you. It, be, it can become this thing that this persona that you put on, like everything's fine, you're fine, but really intrinsically, like you're not fine, but everybody around you thinks that you're fine because they see what you, who you are as strength. You know, oh, you've gone through so much. You're so strong. And that's true. All of that is true. But if I, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I would beg to differ that you would say the same thing is like, sometimes I just don't want to have to be the strongest one. No, I don't. Because I'm not. <laughs> like, I, I just don't always want to be the strongest one. Like, I, I want someone to also like, be like, I see you. Yes. I got you. And yes. a lot of times we become the caregivers because of what we, the strength that we've had to have to go through that. So thank you for sharing that. I, I do want to share this too. Like it's a, something that I do with my clients is we focus very, very heavily on going in here into the heart 
and into the mind of like, what are we doing to help heal and take care of that? And when, and the people that take advantage of that and actually put the things in the practice that we have them, I have them put into practice and they take it and they apply it. I mean, it is a night and day difference in the healing process of these people. The things that matter to them physically with their body before start not even mattering anymore. And part of that reason is because of the parasympathetic sympathetic system. When when you are in a constant fight or flight, you can't come into that parasympathetic phase where the body can actually heal. And so when we do certain practices to help your body get into parathympathetic, now your body can actually start to heal and get into that homeostasis. And that is where healing happens. And it always still blows my mind, the night and day difference that happened. I had a client, I'm going to share it real quick. I had a client that was in her first month of working with me, super fight or flight. Every everything was like not she wasn't trusting anything. And she got to the point where she was like, I'm going to quit. I want to cancel. I'm going to quit. I don't want to do this. And I was like, listen, I need you to trust me. I literally begged her. I was like, I need you to trust me and I need you to let me help you. This person I get on. I, I, she stuck with me. And now we've been working together for almost 12 weeks. And I was on a call with her yesterday and I was like, who is this person? Completely different person. Wow. Happy. She's calm. She's loving the results. She's enjoying the process. And I'm just like, wow, like that stuff blows my mind. Mm -hmm. So that is why taking care of your mental health and your emotional health is so, so important. So with that being said, we have to go to our last break. I feel like we could sit here and talk for a couple hours, but we don't have a couple hours. We have a few more minutes that we're going to we're going to uh, share some really exciting news because Laura and I are actually working together on a very, very uh, big uh, project and something exciting that we're launching in a few weeks um, that is actually speaks very much into the things that we're already speaking about. And so we're going to come back and share with you guys like what that looks like, what it is. So don't go anywhere because it's super, super exciting. I'm Lizzie Yens on the I'm Not Fine Show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. All right, you guys. 
we are on the tail end of this show and we've shared some amazing things on this show. And one of the things that I, that I want you guys to do, if you're listening to this show and you know someone that could benefit from listening to this episode or you yourself can, I want you to share this with your family, with your friends, anybody that you feel like could benefit from listening to this and that needs some hope and maybe needs some help as well to help them get from whatever situation that they're in to a new situation so that you can live a happy, fulfilled life. Because at the end of the day, you can't live in your purpose if you are living in a in a situation where you are suppressed and abused and all of those things like that's not your purpose your purpose in life is not to live in that your purpose in life is to be happy and healthy and fulfilled and walking in your god-given gifts that you were given okay so lauren yes let's talk about what we're up to now what is it that we're up to yeah <laughs> I'm excited about that. And then I want to say one very, very, very quick thing before we say that is that uh, for those who are watching, my heart always goes out uh, to those who may be in domestic abuse and are trapped there. Like that's huge on my heart because I've been there and you feel afraid. And I do want to say for Domestic Violence Awareness Month, we are bringing in the top experts in this field and we will be talking about domestic abuse from every single area. So if you look for Call to Peace on YouTube or Facebook, you'll find us. And I just want to make sure you have awesome. access to education awesome. so that you can find help and healing. Because that's important to me. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yes. So I, um, yes, what are we working on now? It is very, very, very exciting. So Lizzie and I met by chance, random, uh, and found out we have similar passions about empowering women and helping them be able to take charge. And a lot of times when you've been through trauma, you feel like out of control of everything in your life. And I found for me, my health was something that I could control. It's something, well, you can't control all the outcomes, but it is something that I can try to seek to take control over because that feels good to have the autonomy, to be able to be in control over what I put in my body, what I put on my body, and be holistic in those choices that nourish my body and give my body what it needs when at times my body has been very abused and suppressed and so i think we're kind of combining it on equal hearts with that and and coming towards something that would empower women um, to be able to take charge of their health in ways that maybe they feel they haven't been able to in the past yep absolutely so here it is. We are um, currently I work in the health uh, field, coaching, all of that. And it's about all the things that we just talked about, the things that we put into our bodies and how we take care of our health mentally and physically and spiritually, all of those. But now we I am the CEO, new CEO and co-founder of this company called Miss Commando. And Lauren is part of the team as well. Um, and Myth Commando is literally a women's brand for these specific things. So we're, it, it's our tagline is chemical free for you and me. And here's why chemical free for you and me is we are going to be providing, we're, we're going to be launching in a few weeks, but we're going to be providing products that we put on our skin that mm -hmm. are chemical free. So goat soap, goat milk soaps, goat milk lotions shea bombs, those kinds of things that we put on our skin. Because here's one thing to remember. Our skin 
is our biggest organ on the yes. outside. And so what we put on, I've been focused heavily on chemical free products for years, but now I want to bring like some of my favorite ones to the market. And, but not only that, Ms. Commando is not just about the products that we're bringing into the market. We're going to be bringing in uh, clothing, chemical free clothing as well, which I'm really, really excited about. Excited about that too, because yes. I have not explored that area yet. I have been holistic yes. and for like nine years on every lotion, soap, cream I put on my body. But um, here's here's something that set, is going to set us apart from a lot of people on the market. Our containers and boxes that we're going to be using for our products are also chemical free. They're going to be biodegradable chemical-free containers and boxes that we're using for that. So that's a product part of thing, but we're gonna create a movement. We're creating a movement for women and, and men too, but it's a women's brand, but we're gonna create environmental commandos. And what does that mean? Environmental commando means you're commanding back your health. You're commanding back your voice. You're commanding back so many things that were stripped from you and you're choosing to take control of that, of the things that you're putting onto your body and the things that you're wearing and applying. Um, we're going to have a podcast eventually. So that's going to be part of the movement as well. But really what we want to do, here's something that I want you guys to remember. You're already strong. Mm -hmm. You're automatically strong. We just got to sometimes pull that strength out. Yes. And allow you to live in that strength. And so that's my goal and my mission with that company is I want to show you that you're already strong, but I want you to be able to pull it out and command it. So that's what's going to make you a commander. Commando, there's different versions of commando, but our command, our Miss Commando brand is about commanding back our health our voice. So like both of us come from an oppressed, suppressed background. And I want to be able to show and share with people like you can get it back. And it took me a long time, but this platform is about getting it back. But it also matters what we're wearing and applying as what as much as it uh, matters what we're putting into our body. Lauren, we're almost at the end here. We got about a minute left. What else do you want to share about that? I think too, it's about a brand recognition. Like, because when we put something on, I feel powerful. When I put on Lululemon or something like that, I feel athletic and I feel like, oh yes, because it's a representation of that. And what we're hoping is that together collectively, we're using our voice to say, we're in this together. We're a tribe supporting one another to say, hey, we believe in you. I'm taking my unique gifts and I'm going to share what I see good in you to pull out that strength. And it's us uniting to say we are one and we are for each other, not against. So it's kind of like putting on. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine Show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.